Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the SoCal Summer Swing Podcast. I am joined by the lovely Diego this week. Hello, my friend, and welcome. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> we've, uh, we've tried to schedule this one, I think, two or three times, but Diego's been very flexible with both our schedules. So we're finally doing it. We finally got you on the podcast finally. because you listened to it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I had a chance like a while ago. Well, a couple of weeks ago, actually. I was I was traveling uh, by land from Mexico City here. It's like an mm-hmm. eight eight hour drive. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I know exactly what to listen to. And boy, <laughs> I was not ready. Like, I was I was like, okay, okay. I'm getting emotional here, like surrounded by people in a bus. But ah, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So which one? Which one? Because we talked, and you said you got emotional. But which one was it that you listened to that got you like feeling things? So Amy's and Nick's, mm. just like, just like, not not even thinking through names. Like I, I know exactly which ones. Um, yeah, I think I think those those two were the ones that that really got me, like oh okay those yeah just retrospect I mean introspective and like thinking about stuff and yeah yeah but yeah oh man that's that's really cool because today i know we're gonna we're going to touch at some point on like community building and whatnot which i'm very excited for but before then i have to ask for the people who don't know diego give us a bit of information on who you are and where you where you dance okay hi everyone i'm diego i am a dancer from mexico i'm originally well i was brought up in tijuana so i grew up by the border which explains why I don't have a, I, I still, I still think like I have a, an accent, but it's not, it's not so thick, I guess. Um, uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up in Tijuana. I, I only started uh, dancing fairly recently here in Guadalajara. I, I currently live in Guadalajara and I started dancing here and yeah, I've been dancing for almost seven years now. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good start. So, all right, Matt, seven years ago was uh, 2000, what? 2015, 16? 2016. Oh, okay. So, because apparently a trend I've been hearing of all the people on my podcast is everyone started dancing around 2014, 2015, around that time. Okay. You know? So cool. I don't know if there was something in the water, but that's when you started, right? Yes, that's when I started. And okay. it was really weird. It was, it was, there's a story behind that. So oh, tell I, me. <laughs> I, I could have started when I was in high school, which is crazy oh. to me. Like over like what, more than 20 years ago. No, no, not 20 years. I'm not that old. <laughs> but like, like uh, 15-ish or more years ago, because mm. I, I, originally found out about Lindy Hop through my best friend from high school who out of the blue one day sent me through um Facebook like messenger messenger not <laughs> yeah you not not, yeah, not yeah. Facebook MSN messenger actually yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that that's mm-hmm. the one the one you could like uh send zooms and all that um mm-hmm. <laughs> so she sent me this YouTube video uh which I never recognized until now. It was it was the the Whitey's Lindy Hoppers doing the uh, House of Poppin scene. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. my first video ever for like Lindy Hop, and I was in high school. I was like 
amazed by it. I wanted to learn how to do this. I've mm -hmm. always been really bad at dancing, like terrible. Mm -hmm. I had two left feet in high school and me and my friends started like looking at videos or looking for videos online to, to learn. We were living in TJ, but there's never been a scene in TJ or none that I could find. Mm -hmm. And the closest thing that was happening back there, and we're talking about like 2009, maybe 2008. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't really find anything in like immediately San Diego, just like just across the border. So mm -hmm. we gave up on that and I kind of forgot about it. Then like life happened and I finished mm -hmm. high school, finished college, graduated, started working. And then one day, one of my work colleagues come like out of the blue says like, hey, there's this swing dancing workshop happening. Do you want to go? And I was like, what? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I went to that and that was, that was seven years ago. And I haven't stopped since. Hey, no, I, you definitely haven't. And you, you mentioned something I want to touch on because a lot of people who start swing dancing, they say, oh, I'm a bad dancer. I have two left feet. And you, where you are now, I mean, you finaled at ILHC this year, right? Yeah, I, I did the, the online uh, solo comp and uh -huh. I got finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, you are a competent and good dancer. So how did you go from saying... You have two left feet to like, oh, okay, I think I think I'm a good dancer now, right? I mean, I I, I don't believe myself to be a good dancer. I'm I'm an okay dancer. I'm I, I don't <laughs> cringe as hard when I watch myself dancing. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's progress for me. Um yeah. <laughs> but I mean, isn't it always like that? Like uh yeah, watching your own dancing always like you're always looking out for the things you don't like. Anyways, um how did I go from not dancing into dancing <laughs> well um i guess i i really didn't care at first i i when i started dancing mm -hmm. i didn't feel i was good at it mm -hmm. or like i i only felt or i i try to focus on on the connection to the music like i've always mm -hmm. really really been drawn to jazz music and when i started dancing it it for me it was only about you know like listening to the music enjoying the dance and just that's it um i only started being a bit more like self-conscious about my dancing when i started like wanting to record videos of it and then that was harsh because i i did not the dancing did not look the way it felt mm -hmm. <laughs> i think that's that's that happens to a lot of people i don't know or i heard that it does and then but still like having recordings helped me really, really look into, okay, you know what, um, you're doing this, or this is happening. Are you doing that intentionally? Like what intention, mm -hmm. especially, I think arms are a very common thing. Like I would just flail my arms all over and just think seeing me doing that on video got me thinking like, oh wait, you need, I want to be more intentional with my arms. And mm -hmm. that's, that's, slowly how it started to get better i think so if i hear you correctly you said that you intentionally watch videos and change the things that made you cringe to now you're like okay i think i like this better, <laughs> right <laughs> yes 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 um so especially i think that's especially so with solo jazz i i mm. 
so I, I originally only did Lindy. I started, I mean, I didn't really get much like classes down here. It's very uh -huh. still, even now, like the offer for Lindy hop and just swing classes is very small over here, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, I started traveling and I started like trying to get to events and being inspired by people, which we're going to talk about later. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and looking, sure. yeah, just like being inspired by teachers and, and paying attention to classes and reviewing all of those videos that I took for like recap classes. And then I think this, this particular part about recording myself and look at looking at my own dancing kind of mm -hmm. came to play fairly recently, I would say, because it's when I, I really got into solo dancing. So I started solo dancing by myself just because I was like, I want to do solo jazz. Mm -hmm. I seen people do it. I can try it. Started giving it a try. But during the pandemic, I, I, um, I was doing the Patreon that uh, Natalia and Irina were doing, the yeah. Polo Focus. Mm -hmm. And that, like, every single week, I would be uh, trying one of their solo challenges and recording myself, like, over and over and over until I was, like, happy with it. Mm -hmm. And then I sent it for them to get to give me feedback. And that's when I started to really, really see differences in my solo dancing. Oh. Which actually just also helped my Lindy Hop a lot. I think. Oh. I'd like to think. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I can, I can see that. It's been, I think it's been pretty common that instructors have said, when you work on your solo jazz, it helps your Lindy Hop overall. I think it was Joe Hopper who said that, because she does the same thing with iLindy, where you can send in like critique reviews and whatnot. That's really cool. So then would you say that Natalia and Irina really helped inspire you during the pandemic? Oh, for sure. Like if it, if it were not for them, I would not be dancing during the whole, well, I, I danced through the pandemic because of, of uh, Follow Focus. Uh -huh. And um, like I, I, I feel like I, I grew as the dancer thanks to that, and it was all like re I'm really grateful for for that. It was it was a great project. I'm not sure if they're still doing it, uh, but it was amazing. And I also got, like I also got to meet a lot of like amazing dancers there, which yeah, I, I yeah I just like Corinne from San Diego. I think you've met her. Like mm -hmm. when we met in person, we were like. Oh, it's you from the videos because we were we were sending each other like so you would upload the videos to a Facebook group. Everyone uh -huh. would see them. So I, I would often see her videos and think, oh my God, she's amazing and she's a great dancer. Yeah. Um and and yeah, we, we got to meet in person and it was like, oh my God, an immediate connection. We 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 had like, I don't know, it just we became friends immediately. <laughs> Dude, it's it's kind of crazy how it's kind of crazy how when you meet certain people online, the the connections that you make, because Corinne, she's an amazing solo dancer, right? And the fact that you were able to meet her in person through that time of the pandemic, I think that's pretty, that's pretty beautiful. It speaks to like the community of like Lindy Hop overall, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, which, for sure. Which actually brings me to the point of like traveling, because you you do travel quite a bit for dancing, right? try to travel as much as I can yeah and like uh so like I was I was gonna ask two questions the first one is you mentioned I would love to hear more about dancing in Mexico because 
I'm very excited to go dance in Mexico in November. We'll talk about that later. But I also want to hear like uh, your perspective on like dancing abroad and the difference between the two. Yes. Okay. So, whew. um, well, the the difference. So here's here's the thing, right? So I I I had only been dancing for like six months. Mm-hmm. when I had like my first major event, which was something that uh, they were organizing down here called Swing Break. Mm-hmm. You might've heard of it. It was, it was a great event. Like I, 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 it's a week, it was a week long event. I only went there for the weekend and just mm-hmm. being there for the weekend, just like dancing with the people who were there and experiencing like, and uh, it was basically an, yeah, like an exchange and, yeah. dancing with people from all over like there were people from Europe from the states uh from other parts of Mexico and I th- this is literally the first time I, I I've seen anyone dance to a level that was more impressive to me than my Lindy Hop or, or the my regular teacher at the time so yeah. I was like and and this is like Joe Hopper was there and Nikki Marvin was there and and mm-hmm. <laughs> like they were performing and they were like just going at it. Actually, Benny White was there. And and one thing that happened there that really made, like got me inspired was that Benny White and his dance partner at the time, I can't remember her name, and uh, a a couple of dancers from Mexico City, which you'll get to meet (laughs) because I think they're they're coming to to JLX later. Um, Uh The four of them got together and and created like a short choreo to present over the course of the week. And they presented it during the weekend. But the fun part is that Arti and well, Arturo and Yolanda, they're the Mexican dancers. Uh-huh. They don't speak a word of English. Oh. And Benny and his dance partner didn't speak any Spanish. They still got together and, and created this amazing routine that even, even to, the, to this day, like, I still remember it and it's like it was great so anyways oh, after that after that what happened is that i, I know that I, I'm, I'm giving a lot of context for for answering one question but no, 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 this is good. getting there <laughs> so after that um this girl i met from seattle told me about camp jitterbug mm. and she was like oh you should come over camp jitterbug's great and i was like you know what yeah let's do it. And I, I booked my tickets. It was actually pretty cheap to fly there back then, like 150 bucks round trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so Camp Jitterbug was my, my first experience dancing abroad, which was wild. Like mm-hmm. dancers in, in Seattle are amazing. There's great, like, I was just astonished by by the dancing and also the venue. The the Century Ballroom is amazing, mm-hmm. and and just having oh and of course the live bands were were I can't remember who was playing that year, but uh, I I do remember being like completely amazed by everything and being like, okay, something definitely changed then. Like something clicked differently. Because uh-huh. up until then, and this is getting more to answering your question, like dancing over here, um, don't get me wrong, I love it. I love my, my community and I love how we, we're growing as a small thing and we're 
mostly dancing in public spaces and mm -hmm. outdoors, which is great because it, it gives you a different sense of, of community and, and of, of being occupying spaces that would otherwise maybe not be full of art. And we help fill them with art. Um, yeah. And we're also trying to like spread the word of Lindy Hub with, with the Lindy Hub muggles in, in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, I love it. <laughs> but then, like, and then in the U.S., like, you have so many people dancing, and everyone, or at least, yeah, I mean, everyone's such an amazing dancer, and there's competitions, and there's like amazing venues and bands that play for dancers, and you can tell that everything is like made to fit the experience. Mm and enjoying dancing all together mm. whereas mm -hmm. over here we kind of like have to make do with what we have to mm -hmm. still enjoy mm -hmm. dancing so mm -hmm. it's i think it's a very stark contrast i but there's there's like definitely like ups and downs to each of them um but yeah I'm, <laughs> that's that's basically what i feel is like the biggest difference between you know like dancing abroad at like a major dance event versus dancing over here and also just to be fair like i, I also you're I, I think you're very familiar with lindy group <laughs> just <laughs> the venue you guys have and just being able to dance there like every week mm -hmm. to me it's crazy like it's like wow and and for example people in in la i often tell this to my friends in 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 la and, and the surrounding area like you guys get to dance to jonathan stout very regular regularly mm -hmm. this is like it's a treat to me to be able to mm -hmm. play to dance with jay stout michael gamble like these are bands that i only hear on spotify ever yeah and getting to dance with them live is something really really special to me so i guess it makes me appreciate it a lot more mm -hmm. um so there's that as well it's just it's it's different for sure yeah no i I definitely hear you. In terms of like SoCal and how we get a beautiful venue like Lindegroove, the great floor at Atomic, and having Jonathan Stout here, it's it is it is like a really true blessing for any swing dancers here because there are people all over the world who wish they could they could like experience Jonathan Stout, especially or like the venues we have. So mm -hmm. we definitely don't take it for granted. And it sounds like you see the major you see like all the blessings because the way that you said it I think was powerful is that when you dance in Guadalajara you're dancing outside you're more in the community and you're spreading the gospel of Lindy Hop whereas here in the states Lindy Hop is already pretty fairly well known and so there's like just more people doing it hence like the yeah. the amount of dancing that happens is that accurate yeah yeah spot on yeah 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 now i will i will say um the spirit I, I made a video diego asked me to make a video for um glx which we'll talk about later but we're still I did editing talk, it but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i did want to say like when you come when you dance like when i see you dance i can see like how happy how joyous and how much spirit you put into your movement and the intentionality you do. So I only imagine that since you're a scene leader down in Mexico, you try to do the same or teach that same type of spirit. Is that right? I don't, I don't, the thing is like, when I start dancing, 
it's very hard for me to stop smiling. Hey. Like I can't, <laughs> and it's just like I I can't be dancing like frowning or or not being happy while dancing. So mm-hmm. it's not I, I I don't do it something or it's not something that I do consciously. So I can't really teach it to people, but mm-hmm. I I try to like share with them what makes me enjoy dancing so much. And I feel like the more I've learned of the dance, both in like learning how to move my body to the music and and respond to the music mm-hmm. but also like learning about the the history of it and and like the culture that comes with it mm. like the more i i can appreciate the dance and then i get into this sort of trance when i'm dancing and it's like i just give myself into the music at the moment <laughs> and i i get lost and and i just can't stop smiling so if i if i get to transmit that to people and and uh, other people can see like see me dancing and think, hey, that looks like a lot of fun. I should give it a try. That's like that's a win for me. And and that's yeah. yeah. The the it's an it's infectious when someone has the energy, when someone having fun and they literally just don't care about anything else, but they're having fun with their partner and you watch that, that truly is infectious. And so I feel like I saw that in you when you competed at Atomic Thanks. for I think it was, when was it? Because you came and you did the mix and match with Atomic for a minor swing, one of the minor swings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, re- yeah, I remember that. I, 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 I was dancing with Skeeter. Yeah, 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 that one. And I remember, I remember just watching and being like, that dude's having fun. That dude's having a great time. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Uh, you know what? There have been times when I, I get too like inside my head mm. and and that's when I don't like I don't connect with my body with the music with the person mm-hmm. I'm dancing with and that's when I would say like it's not as enjoyable versus just like letting loose and just being there being present it's it's very different but I mean it's sometimes hard like you can't really control when you're gonna be like all inside your head Oh no, I I'm I'm I fully I fully get that. I'm currently kind of in a dance funk right now because I don't get to dance as much, right? And like I know that there are other dancers who really get who get the same way where they get in their head, but when we get when we're on, we're on. Like we're hitting everything, we're our swing arts are tight and like our footwork is on point. So I feel like as far as a dancer, it ebbs and flows. But different right. dance have different tactics of how to like address that. So I'm curious, when you get into that headspace, what helps you? Well, it's hmm, that's a really good question. Like I <laughs> I I can I can only um think of like very, very few instances with where this has happened to me. Like I think the, the most recent one that I remember was uh at Lindy Fest. I I I made finals and I it happened like it during finals which is like the worst moment <laughs> that this could happen I I just yeah. like I disconnected and I was like very very inside my head trying to like overthink mm-hmm. things while also dancing so again it happened you can't really like look back to that and say like be sorry for it or whatever um 
as far as like it being like a oh this is actually a, a really good it's leading me to a very good thought like okay having these like dance uh, uh kind of like downs happens to me usually when i come back from from like a major event from the u.s oh, to mexico interesting yes i mean it and it i mean you 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 can well actually funnily enough it didn't happen this time around at lindy fest mm -hmm. but that's that made me realize something really big so before before this year's Lindy Fest, every time I would mm -hmm. go to a dance event, uh, I would come back and be kind of like, I, I, I've, I've heard people say swung over mm -hmm. and that's partially it, but also, you know what, uh, well, you, you can't imagine, right? right? Like going from being in this environment where everything is made to enjoy Lindy Hop and, and like, there's also amazing dancers that, just parenthesis here, one of my favorite activities at the social dance, besides dancing, is watching people dance. Like, mm -hmm. especially finding these people that really transmit energy and fun and just like mm -hmm. enjoying their dance with them. Um, so you don't I, I don't really get much of that here. And it's a it's a very small scene, at least in Guadalajara. We're we're still growing, and there's there's people. Of course, there's always gonna be people who inspire you in different ways. Mm -hmm. But you know that level of of being just amazed at what someone else is doing on the dance floor and the way they're hitting something in, in the music, and you're like, wow, what's happening? This is amazing. Yeah, that's also part of like what I start missing. So it's it's the venues, it's the music, it's the the that part of the dancing. Or that mm -hmm. that sort of inspiration, and I, when I, in the past when I've been back here, I've I've felt like a yearning for that, or mm -hmm. a kind of like a longing and saying or thinking, ah, I wish I had that here. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this year was really different. Like after Lindy Fest, it it really changed things for me. Like it made me come back and be more intentional or more like willing to look at my scene and, and think, okay, you know what? Let's get things moving. I know we can do it. And then if there's amazing things that can lead to having a dance like that in the States, we can also do that here in Mexico. So that's, mm. that. Th I got that sort of energy from, the, from Lindy Fest and then I brought it back here and I've been like dancing my feet off with with the people here and just trying to like work with organizing and all that so yeah i mean that's that's it <laughs> i went on many tangents oh no 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 this is great this is actually perfect because this is a perfect segue into us talking about how you brought that feeling or you're bringing that feeling to your home scene because you organize an event right yeah, I'm. I'm. It's my first time organizing, so I'm very <laughs> intimidated. Oh <laughs> no, I, no, no! You've got the right people, and you're doing great. You're doing great. That's. I mean, you, you've given me a lot of good advice. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm organizing like the first exchange per se in in Mexico. Like, there's been a big events here, but they've they've always been very focused on on workshops as well as like dancing. Whereas mm -hmm. I felt 
we didn't have the opportunity to, to just like dance and have like live bands and a proper venue and have try to get people from from all over Mexico and and all over from other countries to to visit and dance and get to know the the dancers from here and inspire mm -hmm. them and mm -hmm. I know that that like <laughs> so the level of dancing may not be you know like amazing or we, we may not have that that technique that probably characterizes people from from dancing from from other places but I'm, I'm a i'm a very strong believer that well we're people right like everyone has something that they're amazing at and that they can bring into the conversation whether mm -hmm. in dance or outside of dance mm -hmm. and just that part of, of the community and and getting to meet people through dance is also what i'm, I'm trying to kind of like embrace or encourage in this event so yes oh, yeah. trying to like get people dancing a lot but also getting people to know each other and be um i don't know what what the word is in english um like enrich each other if that's a word mm. i don't know no 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 like, I, I get what you're saying like you want people make each other to, grow yeah 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 you want people to build a community together get to know each other and just be more connected i feel like that's a great word be yeah. more connected yeah. yeah yeah well let's let's talk about glx a little bit more because there might be some people listening to this podcast that have not heard of it and so they might be interested but let's go ahead and talk about that a bit more so the reason why i wanted to talk more about glx is i would love for you to tell us more about what it is your vision for it because all of the marketing has been amazing and I think that people deserve to hear what they're about to experience when they go. Because I know Boy. I'm going and I want other people to come. So, like, let us know what's in the works for it. Time for a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here goes. Um, we still need to do a lot more, like, advertising. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a three-day weekend, like, a three-day event, Lindy Exchange, uh, from November 17th through 19th we're mm -hmm. planning to have local bands live each night um playing like three hours of music plus you know like band breaks that's not accounting for band breaks and then uh late night dances over here it's it's very rare to have dances that go for for that long and mm -hmm. having three of them in a row will be i'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a probably a new experience for a lot of people here because a lot of people don't get to travel that often but mm -hmm. also like it's amazing like you probably know the feeling that when you're dancing so much over such a short period of time your body just starts like coming up with new things and you start like getting into different grooves so yeah uh, yeah part part of of the intent of this event is is getting to show this to my local scene and mm. to dancers in Mexico and tell them like, hey, you know what? There's people doing this in a way bigger scale in events in the US and in, in Chile, in, Ar in Argentina, like all mm. around across the world. Um, so that's one thing, like getting to open the borders like of dancing from our Mexican scene outwards because people mm -hmm. tend to be very intimidated or don't really think of traveling for dancing 
Mm-hmm. And I want to like make it clear that it's amazing to do it, but also the opposite. Like I feel a lot of people from the States or from other places traveling to Mexico don't realize that there's there's a thriving Lindy Hop scene here and that there's mm-hmm. places where you can go and dance and and communicate with people through dancing, but also like make bonds and make friendships and and just I don't know, get get a lot out of it. Like by being part of the same community, people really, really uh, open the doors or just like embrace you and and try to make you feel welcome. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's not often that you get people from other places or I'm, I'm mostly talking about the States because it's like the Lindy Hop scene. I mean, it's not like it's one scene in the States, but where I, I've been dancing to when I go traveling the most. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not often that you see people traveling to Mexico City or something and traveling for something Lindy Hop related mm-hmm. where there's there's things happening. And if you're in touch with people who live here or can get you in touch with, with what events are happening, then it'd be great. It's It's always great to add on to your trips with Lindy Hop. So just get... My, my idea is to basically tear down the borders of traveling for dancing both into and outside of Mexico um, mm-hmm. through Lindy Hop and just overcoming the language barrier. I feel like a lot of people get very intimidated by it, mm-hmm. but I've seen it firsthand with that that routine that Benny and, and Artie and, and Irlanda made. Like they couldn't understand each other speaking and they came up with this fantastic routine in, in like a couple of days so if they could do that like anything's possible oh 100 100 percent i know that i'm really excited because for one i get to experience guadalajara and mexico in a way that's different than i have before because the only times when i've gone to mexico and i think a lot of people can attest to this is they've gone to cancun or they've gone to the beach you know, and yeah. have like experienced, like truly experienced what uh, what Mexico can offer. So I feel like blending Lindy Hop and that travel experience and that community is going to be so, so great. And Cammy's coming and Cammy's been there so many times. And so I feel like yeah. that will also be phenomenal, you know? Yeah, Cammy, at this point, she's a veteran. She's she's visited me like, I, I can't remember if it's like two or three times already, but she stayed here for like a week at a time. And she knows my neighborhood better than I do at this point. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's pretty phenomenal. Now, if anyone is listening right now and they're wondering, like, okay, we're talking about GLX, which stands for Guadalajara Lindy Exchange, right? Um, I'll put all of the links down in the down in the footer, but you should know that I should I haven't told you this yet, Diego, but I have like four or five people from SoCal who are already Ooh. talking to me about yo housing and um, what what are the details. And so I've sent them the website and whatnot. So I'm planning to bring a lot of people, which actually that's great. I, yeah, I guess I should say that you you are bringing uh, some DJs, <laughs> some <of> really <laughs> great DJs. <laughs> Uh, I know you could bring in myself 
as well yeah. as Kevin Yuen, and you brought one other friend of yours from Chile, is that right? Yeah, Eloisa Pino from Chile is, is going to be visiting, and she will be DJing, and Gabriela Novellino, a lot of people may know her from, uh, she works very closely with Ailindi, and mm -hmm. she she's also like a fabulous dancer from Brazil. They're both mm -hmm. going to be visiting, and Gabriela is going to be the MC, which I thought was a great fit for for the event like just yeah overcoming language ba barriers like yeah yeah and she's also amazing like she has the best energy so really, really excited for that as well oh man you've got like some some good people coming like Kevin... oh, no. and there's <laughs> there's more to come <laughs> Ooh. Like, yeah yeah but i haven't i haven't i haven't added more to to the official schedule for now but I I am uh, so you, you shared very kindly some ideas of of like adding some some workshops like some taster classes during the maybe the the, the more um, probably slow hours for dancing which would be like mm -hmm. when when the the doors open at 7 p.m. each night um, mm -hmm. so yeah I'm I'm actually taking you up on that and uh, there's gonna be some taster lessons for Balboa and Shag and probably. I'm, we're still deciding on on whether uh, to do solo jazz or Lindy Hop, uh -huh. but both national and international teachers that are going to be uh, sharing what they know. So it's going to be really interesting. As just it's going to be great. And there's also one other surprise that I still um, haven't announced. It's pretty big. It's uh -huh. going to draw a lot of attention. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I I. I sadly I cannot share it right now because it's ah! still in the works. I'll tell you after, so you okay. can know about it. You can get excited about it with me, but it's not a hundred percent official, so I can't, I can't, uh, yeah, just I can't share it just now. But if if you follow us on social media, you'll get to know of it. There you go. So uh, the social media links will be down below. And can I just say, the fact that you're this excited about it, I think speaks to how awesome this event is going to be. Because you're putting so much time, energy, effort into making sure that it's a dance that will essentially grow your scene and spread like what Lindy Hop can be in Guadalajara, right? For sure. And Guadalajara and Mexico, like, mm. I, I also want to, I'm counting on, on having the, the the entirety of the bulk or the bulk of, of the Mexico City uh, scene, which is like the biggest in the country. And also people from Querétaro, from Puebla, from Playa del Carmen, people are, are already signing up and they're making plans to come over. So you'll get to meet people from all over Mexico and dance with them and see what, what it's like. So it's it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Dude, that, that is that's so nice that people are from all over the country are already planning to go because I feel like that speaks to the community aspect of Mexico, which is kind of like where I want to go next because you care a lot about community. Like that's very important to you and like so scene building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I so after the pandemic, I feel like the the scene here really took a hit. We were already like a small scene on on our baby steps to to you know like growing and and getting better and whatnot. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like the only real way 
to grow in numbers and grow as a scene is to build community. Mm -hmm. um, just having that connection with people is what brings people to dance, right? Um, and just also like adding that aspect of um, connecting to a different culture and, and mm. embracing, you know, the, the history and the roots of this dance and getting to know them as well, mm -hmm. just makes it like a, like a complete thing. So you need to mm -hmm. build communities based off of like, you're connecting with people, you're bonding with people, dancing with someone is a bonding experience. At least to me, mm -hmm. it is like you get mm -hmm. to know people through dance or you get to know so much of, of people through dancing. And then when you add the context that Lindy Hop and Swing brings to the table, it just, you know that you're connecting with people that align with this, these ideas, or yeah, they do align to these ideas. So you know that you're, you're meeting good people. And that's, that's what I feel. And that's what I wanna keep feeling. So as far as community building here in Mexico, it's, I mean, each country, each, each ethnic group, I guess, has their own like flavor. Mm -hmm. And Mexicans are known for being very hospitable and, and you know, being very warm with people, yeah. being very drunk all the time. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm, very, I'm very confident that there's, there's a lot that we as a culture can uh, bring to the table and, and share and, and help bring to the national or not, not national, the international community. And that's, mm -hmm. that's sort of like what I really want to exploit. Like I, I want there to be a connection with the scene in Mexico and the international scene, because mm -hmm. I feel like that's, that's a connection that hasn't been made or hasn't been exploited. When you think, for example, US and Canada I mean, not not only like socially or economically, but in Lindy Hop, the connections there, right? Mm -hmm. And and same with other other countries. And I feel it's not the same way here. And yeah, that's that's. I don't know if I'm making a a point here, but no, I think that you're touching on a lot of key important things. <laughs> like when what I hear you say is that you really appreciate how the Lindy Hop community tends to just bridge a lot of barriers because of the dance and when you connect and dance with someone or bond with someone like you say well then it kind of deepens that friendship or that relationship so that it you can grow as a friendship faster than you can other hobbies you know oh for sure yes and that has been my experience <laughs> yeah because I mean, I, in past podcasts, we've talked about how when you dance with someone, you're having a fit, you're physically touching someone, you're listening to music and everyone else is doing the same thing around you. So it combines the three things that all humans need, which is touch, community and art, art being the music. And so I feel like that when you do that with someone, it really deepens your connection to that place, that person in that community, which kind of grows it together, which is what I feel like you're doing with uh, Guadalajara Lindy Exchange, honestly. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. Uh, I, I hadn't, I never thought of it like that, but it makes so much sense. 
the pandemic, I think, brought a lot of clarity to a lot of people. And I can't take credit for that idea. I was having a really great chat with some friends back in Indiana and someone brought that up. I don't remember who, but it totally makes sense. So I think that's what speaks to what you're talking about, about the community piece. Now, community is also very connected to scene building because you're part of the scene building scene or the group of people that are trying to build the scene in Guadalajara, right? Like, what are the challenges you face there? Well, I did talk about it a little bit, like the, just the pandemic, mm -hmm. we couldn't dance. Uh, people were not in a place where uh, they wanted or they were, I mean, it was a rough time for everyone. Not mm -hmm. everyone had the energy or the emotional kind of like resources to, to have the time and, and put the effort into dancing. So mm -hmm. from being a small scene, we were almost like completely wiped out and we've been slowly mm -hmm. trying to rebuild. Mm -hmm. I think one of the bigger challenges is getting to grow or, or get a, a bigger base of dancers from the start. And mm -hmm. then from there, um, just being able to really connect with them in a way that they want to stay long term mm -hmm. and that they're also like and i think you you said it or i don't know if you if, if you said this but i think you did no yeah oh okay so i'm gonna sound like a big stalker here but i i, I watched a video of your toast for the wedding that you just went to in, in Cancun. <laughs> and and no the the way like you opened with something that that resonates with me like and it's resonated with me always and it's that you don't have time for for people or for things you make time for people and things and just having or, or connecting to people or connecting with people through dance in a way that makes them want to invest their time and energy into dancing i think that's been one of the major challenges here because there's so many things to do like and there's a lot of activities that people would rather do than swing dancing i think it's also mm -hmm. because it's not it's not as popular or it's not as well known. Mm -hmm. For example, salsa, bachata, cumbia, all of the Latin dancers, there's like already very big and very well-established communities. There's mm -hmm. lots of opportunities where you can dance those styles. And it's part of like the culture here already. So I, I'm not gonna say we're fighting for that, but it's understandable when, when people just think, yeah, you know what, I'd rather do this dance that I have so many opportunities and so many, so many spaces and people that I can dance with versus this other dance that even if they like Lindy Hop and they like swing music, sadly, there's not that many chances and there's not that many people to dance with. So it's, it's kind of like a vicious circle of, we can't grow the scene a lot because there's mm -hmm. a, already a small scene. So we need to grow little by little. And that's, I feel like that's been one of the biggest challenges so far like regrowing yeah. the scene, getting people to stay. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely hear you because when you think of scenes that are established, you think of like the US, Canada, Korea has like, South Korea has a really Both. great scene that's established and whatnot. But I feel like this can kind of go in tandem with the podcast that's coming out in July about how to grow college scenes. That's a different environment, but I think that you bring up some very specific points of trying to create that connection 
and then helping people realize that that time if you spend if you make something worthwhile and then people will be willing to put the time and energy into it right um i know that we have some listeners on the podcast in australia so shout out to you all real quick um if you all wanted to think about um that portion because i think there's one or two people who reached out about like scene building there but i feel like that connection what you were talking about of making that connection making it worthwhile will draw people in because i'm a firm believer that people don't they don't necessarily remember what you say or what you do but they'll remember how you make them feel so if you make a dance experience one that is memorable and fun well then it will really carry over so that people like i want to do that because it, yes. it's fun and it made me feel like i want to be connected to it right of course and and yeah you worded it perfectly like dancing with someone dancing lindy hop with someone especially i feel like lindy hop allows you to express so much of who you are in the dance that i i feel that that's what really sets it apart for me and many other things but that's one of the key aspects that i feel this is something that i really enjoy about dancing with someone um dancing lindy hop or any other swing dance uh, i only know how to do a little bit of bow never mind so <laughs> but what i'm saying is that you get to experience that person in a, a dance way right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then that's really fun and you enjoy it and it's very memorable maybe you you don't remember the exact dance that you have but you remember the feeling mm. and that feeling just like you said it like that's what's gonna get people hooked into that and be like hey you know what i can share similar feelings with other people and i feel like also like going back to the exchange part like that's what makes people be able to communicate even without words you're dancing mm -hmm. you're speaking the same dance language mm -hmm. and you're getting to express your musicality and your ideas in the dance with someone else without it like I, i i actually not you mentioned korea i was there in 2020 for work mm -hmm. and i got the chance to social dance there i don't speak any korean and i dance i had like some amazing dances with people that i don't even remember their names because i couldn't communicate with them but mm -hmm. we still connected through dance and i felt like that was really magical and i still remember how i felt dancing with those people even though i don't remember their names or maybe even their faces or so it's it's something truly magical to me like i really enjoy it and i i just want more people to enjoy the same yeah dude oh, oh man such a good such a good point of like ah oh, i don't even know what to, what else to add that was just Just pitch right there, man. <laughs> um, that being that being said, before we start winding down the episode, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Anything that we didn't talk about yet that you wanted to us to explore a bit? Um, I think we we've had a pretty good chat so far. Um, and and we did we didn't like approach it just like head on the the topic of like inspiring people and being inspired by others but i feel like it's it's been there all the time throughout what we've mm. been talking like mm -hmm. I, i i i keep thinking to myself when, when answering some other some things or, or talking about an experience i'm like 
oh, this is when someone inspired me or this is when I could have helped inspire someone. So it's mm -hmm. still there. Um, so yeah, that I feel like it's it's been great. Yeah. I mean, you brought up some really good points. I mean, you brought up follow focus and iLindy. For those listening who don't know what follow focus and mm -hmm. iLindy is, I'll put those links down in the description so you can check that out. And anything we talked about, so Irina, Natalia, Spring Break, and whatnot, um, all of those things are going to be down in the comments. Now, I will be remiss if I didn't also talk about um, uh, Lindy Maya, which is happening mm -hmm. like the weekend right before right. Um, GLX. So I'm also DJing at Lindy Maya. So if people want to do like a two weekend yeah. in Mexico with me, I'm so down. Okay? For sure. And, and, and <laughs> actually, for, for people interested in that, um, I, I have been talking with the organizer for Lindy Maya, Tim Collins, mm -hmm. and and we're we're thinking of cooking up some sort of like special offer to to those people who are interested in like participating in all of these like <laughs> we're we're jokingly calling it like uh swing toño. Hey. Toño is the word for autumn in Spanish. So it's uh -huh. like swing otoño. Um so yeah, stay tuned for more information on that. I, I'm pretty sure that we'll we'll announce something really soon on both the the Lindy Maya uh, Instagram as well as the Guadalajara Lindy Exchange Instagram page. Yeah, I mean, this is my plan. I'm gonna go to Cancun for this all inclusive event, and then I'm gonna spend the week in Mexico, try dance at like as many of the local scenes as possible, and uh -huh. then go to GLX for the end of the weekend. So. If anyone wants oh, man. to go on a crazy adventure with me, uh, please let me know. <laughs> that would be a blast. That sounds great. I, I can I can help you plan your trips for sure. I mean, I was gonna message you anyway, be like, "Yo, where do I go?" <laughs> um, okay, so to start winding down the episode, um, a couple things. So the first thing I wanted to ask is if people wanted to know more about GLX or maybe follow you on Instagram because they want to follow your story. Um, what websites and Instagrams would they go? Right. So my personal Instagram, which I mostly use for dancing, is called Swing Tanuki. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> then we, well, I, I, I started this uh, group of people or this um, I, collective. It's a collective. So we're, we're all trying to like build community together uh, mm -hmm. in Guadalajara. It, we've we're turning actually five years this year. Um, it's well, it's called Guadalajara Lindy Society. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. And yeah, well, the Instagram and Facebook page for or Facebook event for the uh, event in November, it's Guadalajara Lindy Exchange. Uh, you can find us like that on social media. And yeah. Well, that's amazing. That's going to be, that's all going to be down below. So the second question, since we're talking about traveling and whatnot, is where are you planning to travel for the rest of the year? Yeah, actually, it's it's wild to me to think that this this has been a year full of travel so mm. far. Like, I'm going to Mexico City next this weekend for a uh -huh. dance event. And next month, I'm going to be in Europe for, well, uh, actually, my friend who present or 
introduced me to Lindy Hop in high school. She's getting mm -hmm. married in France, so I'm gonna go oh, to her wedding. Nice. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm gonna take the chance to go to this event happening in uh, Clermont-Ferrand. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I butchered that. It's in France. Um, I think Studio Hop is organizing it. It's called Lindy Hop Summer Camp. I'm mm -hmm. gonna be there for, for a full week. And that's going to be in July 22nd to through 29th. Mm. Um, and then from there, I'm coming back to Mexico. Then I'm going to be at Camp Hollywood because uh, that's a staple for me now. And I, I bet I'm going to see you there. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, sadly, I don't think I'll be doing much traveling in between that and GLX. So that's it for me for the rest of the year, I think. No, that's a that that's some good stuff. I mean, we're looking forward to seeing you in uh, at, at Camp Hollywood. Maybe you can sneak in a SoCal trip again to like come and hang out with us for a weekend or something, so we can go out to eat and hang out. Yeah, some for sure. And and actually, dude, like I've been I've been meaning to organize a trip down to TJ, uh -huh. like getting people down. Food in TJ is amazing, and and like I feel also people often don't just like visit TJ without knowing where to go. So I've been uh -huh. actually talking with Cami about this and trying to like organize like a a big group of people to come down and like eat your way around Tijuana and just like get to see the city and then just like a one day trip and back to San Diego. It's as simple as that. I would be, I would be down for that. I'm going to message her later and be like, hey, I want to go. I think right <laughs> now she's in Europe, so I'll message her when she gets back. Yeah, uh, yeah she is. Okay, and the last question that I have that I ask on all of my podcasts, for you veteran listeners who listen to everything, like Sandy, um, which we appreciate you for, the question is, what's a message you want to leave for all screen dancers that are listening? Yeah, and, and, you, you, yeah, it's it's <laughs> a message that I want to give to to everyone is um, this is something that came from Evita in one of our talks and during one of her classes, and it really resonates with me right now. And it's the fact that we're all people, and like we're even though we're dancing and we're meeting each other in the context of dance, we're so much more than than that, and we we have so many different sides to each other. So the amount of, of wealth that you can gain like culturally or gastronomically, just like there's so much you can gain from meeting and connecting with people mm -hmm. that it's not only about, you know, like the dancing. And I mean, it is because we're meeting in this context, but it's a tool to be a community and then, you know, like make each other better in, in all the multiple facets that we have as human beings. So mm -hmm. we're all people in the end and we're all dancers and we should use that to our advantage to, to like connect and, and build like strong and, and lasting and happy relationships and friendships. So yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of like where, where my mind is at right now, just really pushing the, 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 the idea of, or thinking about the, the idea of um, just communicating and building community and 
sharing and bonding through dance because there's so much to gain from that. Man, that, that's it. There's nothing else I need to add to what you just said there. That was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Well, Diego, uh, thank you so much. I'm going to go through the oh, thank you. but don't go anywhere after I finish recording. But to all of our listeners, as usual, thank you so much for uh, listening and staying to the end. For those of you who stick to the very end, uh, the words for today that you need to put in the comments on YouTube is GLX. So if you stay here till the end, put GLX in the comments and then we'll make sure to shout you all out on the next one, okay? I think the oh, last cool. one we had, um, I need to double check, I know Sandy did it. And then there's a new podcast that is a new swing dance podcast that's coming out of Seattle that I'll talk about next week. So um, there's also people doing that. So I will definitely talk about it later. But for everyone who listened, thank you so much. If you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, please go subscribe there because maybe you'll get the episode early if you subscribe to YouTube. I don't know, maybe, maybe. So check that out. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music or anything, please follow us and give us a five-star rating. That helps out our channel. And so, yeah, that's all we got. Diego, thank you so much for being here, good sir. No, thank you for having me and looking forward to seeing you later this year. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Everyone else, thank you so much. And we hope you have a wonderful evening and we'll see you all later. Thank you so much for lending us your ears on the SoCal Summer Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're looking forward to putting out some great episodes for you and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.